0: Very excited to be joined now by Cleveland Browns running back to Ernest Johnson. Ernest, how's it going today, man?
1: Hey, how you doing? Everything's going good.
0: Excellent. Hey, you know what? You guys just came off of that phenomenal run. The city's pumped. The fan base is jacked. You got the first playoff win in forever. Oh, Darnest, I gotta tell you this. As a Browns fan, one of the most things the things I'm most excited about is that all those graphics you see on the TV about it's been so long since a playoff win here or a win there, that's all gone. How good does it feel to be a part of something truly special in Cleveland with this franchise?
1: Man, it feels it feels great to be a part of such a uh a great team this past year, a great organization.
0: Just it's it's something really special, and to be in it this year because this is your second year with the club, and to go from from last from the, the previous season where all the expectations were there, the eyes were on. I was at training camp, everybody hyped. Then you come in this year, another new coach, another new situation. The shine not quite so bright. How was the mentality going in? It is, it is truly a unique camp, right? Because it was COVID, there wasn't a proper training camp. What was the mindset of you and the team going into this season?
1: Uh man, the, the mindset was was easy, man. The mindset was just trying to get better every day, you know. Uh, uh, Coach Defense, you know, uh, you know, he stayed on top of us, just trying to get better each and every day, getting one percent better, you know. Just going out there, just you know, just going out there and just having fun, really. And just you know, playing for each other and just believing in the the system. No, that was our biggest mindset. Just you know, getting one percent better and believing in the system.
0: Well, and Ernest, it was always the the one and O mentality. And you know, a lot of the stuff you hear it sounds cliche, right? It's like one game at a time, one and o, yada yada. But it seems like when a team really buys in it works, and it just seems like it's so different for Browns fans who are just so used to dysfunction that it seemed like you guys really were that quote team, and that everybody was buying in.
1: Yeah, no, we definitely, we definitely had that that one and no mentality. He always said, you know, we're gonna celebrate this win until uh, and Monday, until Monday, uh, Tuesday coming around, we're gonna forget about it, and move on to the next next uh, next game, and like you say, that one and o mentality it, it helped us out a lot because we didn't get too high or too low when we, we did lose some game, you know, we knew we had a, another game that we had to get uh, to go 1-0. So that mentality helped us out a lot, you know, and I, and I definitely love that mentality. Just going 1-0 next week, you know. Well, you can't focus on the past, you know. got to focus on what's in front of you.
0: Exactly, and that, that team mentality, you certainly have it, and really it becomes a next man up type of thing, and one of those situations for you came Sunday, October 4, in Dallas, the bright lights on the Cowboys and the Browns, and Nick Chubb, your running backfield mate, goes down with an injury. All of a sudden, there's panic from Browns fans and all that. What does De'Ernest Johnson do? Dude comes in, 13 carries, 95 yards, a 6, 7.3 average per yard carry. And De'Ernest, you helped polish off that wild shootout game. And just tell the, the listeners a little bit about how when when the opportunities, you don't know when it's going to come to shine. How do you stay mentally ready? And take us through a little bit in that game in Dallas where you did so well.
1: Uh, just to stay mentally ready, you know, Coach Stomp Mitchell, you know, he always prepare each You know, all of us running backs as we're going in at the start. You know, he he made sure he stays on top of us throughout the whole week of practice and make sure we know every, every little detail uh, of our opponent and stuff. So, you know, he made sure... You know, I was ready that whole week. You know, because I never, you never know when your opportunity is gonna come, man. and and unfortunately it came. Uh, Nick got hurt, and uh, you know, it came against Dallas. And you know, when I when my number was called, you know, I was definitely ready to step up, and you know, just going out there, just trying to make as many plays as I can for the team. So that was my mindset, just you know, taking one one play at a time. You know do everything that I was taught to do throughout the whole week of practice, and you know, press my holes and uh, you know just be patient and stuff. So that's exactly what I did. You know, I just, I just, you know, I, I just, just took the, I just, I just basically just um, I just let the game come to me instead of you know being too hyped up on the game. You know, I just let it come come to me, just stay patient, and just was ready to go.
0: And it gave really the team and, and opponents having to worry and plan for one. Extra running back. Tell us a little bit about that running back room, because man, you got Nick Chubb, you got Kareem Hunt, former NFL rushing champ. Yourself is in there. Like, what's what's the mood? What's the mentality in that room for during practice? And is it is it competitive? Is it is it light? Is it fun? Tell us a little bit about that.
1: I mean, it's fun, competitive. It's all in one. You know, we all you know we all definitely cheer for each other. You know, Uh, it's very competitive though. You know, just. When one person go in, you know, you try to feed off each each other. That's that's basically what we try to do, just try to feed off each other, you know, and when the other person we try to motivate each other, you know. Just you know, uh telling each other like what we saw here, what we could did that better and stuff like that, you know. But overall, man, those guys are some great bats, man. Nick Chubb, like I say, man, one of the hardest working running backs that I ever been around, you know. He don't say too much, he just <laughs> keep his head down and he just works every day. Every day he works like it's his last practice or last time playing football. He works really hard, you know, and that's what I I like about Nick Chubb because you know he's a he's a great player and a, a, also a great person. Kareem Hunt, you know, he's a he's a great he's an overall great player. You know, he he can do both. You know, catch out of bat and run. You know, so you know he brings a lot to the table. You know, just being behind those guys and studying those guys and just asking them questions every day. Just Trying to pick their brains and stuff like that, trying to learn how to, you know, be able to, to get to where they are. You know, it, it's a blessing. You know, you not know, just wait my opportunity when it comes. You know, I just try to seize the moment.
0: And, and you did exactly that during the season. Also on uh, some kickoff returns, punt return duties, and all that. Now, How did you like going in the in the special teams when you're because that, that that's a that's a different skill set. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody wants to do that. So when you're go when you're back there ball gets kicked up and, and you're going, was that something you, an opportunity you embraced to sort of try to showcase yourself in a different way or, or what was your sort of mindset going in when you were t- uh, trying to run back some kicks?
1: Uh, You know, uh, Coach Prepa always told me, if you're not number one or number two on the, uh, on the depth side, so you know, you're definitely going to play special teams So you know, he always stayed on top of me on just being able to, to be a great special team player, you know, just not a good running back, just a, of a, a course, a special team player, you know, just, just go out there and try to make plays and, you know, like when my opportunity came at kick return, you know, I knew I wasn't going to get too many opportunities back right there, uh, uh, getting the ball kicked to me. So every time I, I got the ball, you know, I was just trying to make as much, you know, plays as many yards as I can, you know, just to, to set a, set our offense up for a good field position. So that was my, my goal, just trying to set the offense up for a good field position because, you know, for the reason I always said that, uh, Especially team win game is still and still uh field advantage is also a big key to it. So you know that's
0: what I try to do. And a great point. In conversation with the Ernest Johnson, Cleveland Browns running back, you can get him on Twitter at the Ernest Johnson and the number two. Now, uh, Ernest, let's let's go through uh, a little bit of your earlier days before getting to Cleveland, of course. And there's a, a great documentary released. Oh my gosh, if, if you, people haven't checked out, search it up. It's it's incredible. Um, and really your journey. From growing up in Immokalee, Florida, uh, going through high school, going to college, getting undrafted and, and going, it sort of takes you all the way. And I didn't realize this, your cousin is 2020 Hall of Fame inductee Edron James. Like that that's thats a pretty good guy to lean on when you got some questions about the pro game, isn't it?
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely, you know, he's huh. always uh, a phone call away, you know, he's like a, a mentor to me, you know, I can come to him with whatever questions I need to ask and stuff like that, you know, he's always there. If I need a hand or anything, you know, he's always one phone, to call, uh, one phone call away. And just, you know, he's a great bat. So you want to look up to people like him. You know, you want to ask as many questions as you can to him.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. You have a guy, a Hall of Famer, one phone call away. That's incredible to be able to lean on him. Was there anything going when you were... Uh, trying to enter the league in college, that he was—he was telling you or any advice just in general that sort of stood out to you that he said, uh, having gone through everything that he did as well to be one of the all-time greats.
1: Uh, basically, like uh, when I first got into the Browns, you know, I asked him like, "What do I expect? Like, what what to expect?" You know, coming into a training camp, and, <laughs> and the one thing he always told me was, well, <laughs> "You gotta stay hydrated and make sure you finish all your plays, no matter what." If you get tackled, you get up and finish. You know that's one thing that the coaches look at, and and that's the finishing part of what you do. So I made sure I did that. You know every time I got a chance to to get in, no matter if I got tackled, what I made sure I finish. I uh, I stay uh stay hydrated. I, I always I stretch and stuff. I took care of my body because he said you know your body is the one thing to, to focus on. and You got to take care of that body. So that's that's exactly what I did.
0: That's a great piece of advice. Something, yeah, not just not just about how to run or catch or hit the hole, whatever, but actually how to make sure you can get through camp. It's a great piece of advice. Um, and, and Ernest, again, yeah. I, rec- I recommend for everybody uh, watch the documentary. But but let's go let's go through. So you, you go to USF and you don't get drafted. You have a stint in the America uh, Alliance of American Football, the AAF. So take me through graduation. Uh, um, and and so you or you you finish at college and. The NFL, the draft doesn't go down, but then the AAF comes knocking. What was? Take us through that. You you joined the AF. What were sort of your expectations, and what was? Where was your mind at with the ultimate goal still getting to the National Football League?
1: Um, basically, uh, to the, the go down through it. Um, after I didn't get drafted, man, or I, I, after the little stint with the the uh, Saints, I end up uh, calling. Like I said, I end up calling a friend down. In Key West to, to go fishing to make some money. I stayed down there for uh, about two months, you know, to uh, to make money. Uh, after that, I ended up uh, moving to Gainesville, and I when I moved to Gainesville, I ended up getting a job at a at a gym as a personal trainer. So I was I was down there in Gainesville just training, you know, training clients and stuff. And after I get done training clients, I I go do my own workout myself, you know, throughout the whole day I do my own workout. And I do that every day, and I was working as a personal trainer until, like, the end, towards the end of December when I found out that the uh, the Lions of American League was coming out, the, the, the new football league was coming out. So I saw that opportunity come, and I seen that uh, a couple of my college teammates were on the roster. So I called their phone. I said, hey, man, how, y- how, y'all, get- how y'all getting to this and stuff like that? And they gave me uh, one of the coaches' numbers. And one of the coaches was my uh, offensive coordinator, you know, in college. He was my offensive coordinator, and uh, I called him. He and he gave me the GM number, and he said, you know, just try to call the GM and, and talk to him. So when he said that, I, you know, I didn't hesitate. You know, I was trying to. I was calling him every day. Actually, I was, <laughs> I was calling him every day, just talking to him, saying, hey, how you doing? You know, do you guys have any positions open at running back and stuff like that? And they tell me no, they don't have no positions. You know, I call him. I just keep calling them, calling them until, like, uh, one day uh, they said, uh, you know, uh, we just let go of two of our guys. You know, we're going to call you back tomorrow and see what we want to do as a coaching staff. So uh, they called me back the next day. They said, hey, we want to, you know, we want to bring you into the training camp, but we're not going to sign you. You know, we're, def- we're not going to sign you. You know, we'll bring you in. And that's all I I said. Thank you, man. That's all I need, just an just a opportunity opportunity then they uh they brought me into training camp i was like fifth on the roster like fifth on the roster and you know it they didn't nobody knew who i was nobody knew anything so i was just i was out there and i just kept my head down i was just working just working hard just working hard until like towards the end of training camp that's when i um that's when i found out i had uh made uh the roster and stuff wow i made the roster and uh, later on, the first game, against, I forgot we played against the Atlanta Legends, something like that. Um, first game, I didn't play as much, but when I did get in, I uh, think I got in like twice, I got in, and I went out wide as a wide receiver, and then they threw me a deep ball and called it for like 40 yards and scored a touchdown. Hmm. Then uh, that was that game. Then uh, coming to the second game, I didn't play as much at all. Then. Uh, we was back. I I got in towards the fourth quarter, in the, the fourth quarter, where we had uh, you know, had to drive the ball, drive the ball downfield to still uh, to win, and uh, they put me we was backed up like ten on our ten, and they gave me the ball, and I just kept driving it, driving it, driving it, driving it, and driving it down, and end up sitting the game for the team and stuff. So, so third game coming around, and that's when uh they named me the starter the, the that week. And when they did that, uh, I ended up rushing for like I think like eighty yards on like on like ten carries nice. and a touchdown. And throughout the whole league, you know, I was doing good every game, and I ended up leading the league. And I think rushing and uh, uh I think rushing in the senior as running back, so I was the number one running back throughout that league.
0: Wow, and and to Ernest, that's from going yeah. from from a spot where they said, "Yeah, come in for a workout. Eh, you're not going to make it." And you just kept going. You just like that. That's a message for everybody. Just because someone says no yeah. once, right? If someone says no once, you you don't give up. Like you went from not getting, not being yeah. able to get on the phone, to being the leading rusher. That's incredible.
1: Yeah, it is. You know, my mindset is, you know, just just trying to stay. My my goal was bigger than you know the Lions. You know, my goal was to make it back to the NFL. You know, You know that's always been my dream, man. You know. I was out there just not just trying to make it in, and just be the best in my life. I wanted to get a chance to make it back to the NFL. That was my ultimate goal. And, you know, I try to do everything to, to reach that goal.
0: In conversation with Cleveland Browns running back to Ernest Johnson and to Ernest, what, what I found really inspiring from your story is where a lot of guys, you know, and, and you know you can't blame some people, but, you know, if it doesn't work out right away, okay done, go do something else. You worked on a fishing boat. You worked as a personal trainer, all with your mind still on the go, all with training. How did you stay motivated when you were a fisherman on a boat? Like for most guys, Ernest, let's be honest. Like <laughs> you're not getting to the NFL. If if you're doing that, you're not getting to the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, how did you stay stay motivated and focused to earn money to do it? Like that is just just such an inspiring story. Just you didn't give up and you just kept going for it. I love it.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, just my family, man. You know, my family is there. You know, my girlfriend is there to always encourage me. You know, those they they played a, a big part of, you know, my family and my girlfriend. You know, they uh, they always encourage me, you know. They always encourage me to just uh, to keep going. Don't give up. You know, when it gets hard, just keep going harder. And that's what I've been doing. And also just, you know, I, I had a dream since I was a kid, you know, since I was a kid. And, you know, I got a son. You know that look up to me, so I'm gonna, you know, make sure, you know, I keep pushing to to reach that goal and not not fail, you know, and, and reach that goal and just to uh, show them what hard work is. You know, that's that's what my main thing was, just reaching that goal and just 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 trying to work hard, you know, just try to be the just try to be just a, a just a model to everybody, just a role model to everybody, someone that can they can look up to and just to know that I didn't give up on. I didn't get up on my dreams you know when it got worse you know when, when it was bad for me you now i kept pushing and kept fighting you know just also just you know just believing in god you know just trusting the process that everything is going to work out and it did for me
0: that self-belief in yourself and just to keep going Um, uh, it, it really i guess falls into your your sort of catchphrase or slogan of slow grind right tell us a little bit about that because when I yeah. saw saw that, I saw slow grind. I was like, all right, man, I, I like it. And then I started looking and reading a little bit more about it. I thought, that's that's such a great message. And it really seems like something you, you live by. You, there's apparel. You got a website and all that. So, you, you know, plug that. But also tell us what, what slow grind means to you. What is that?
1: Uh, slow grind, man. I, I started slow grind in high school, man. When things didn't go my way, you know. As a, a football player, things didn't go my way as much, you know. You no know, uh a... Me, and my brother, and a couple of other people, you know, we you know we had a slogan where we you know the thing don't go out, well, you just gotta keep going. So, you know, slow grind means you know staying focused on the ultimate goal. Sometimes the process doesn't come fast; it takes time. You know, I, I use that. You know, anybody can use it. You know, I use it throughout my whole lifestyle, my, my whole lifestyle. You know, just whatever I want to do. You know, I gotta stay focused on it. Like anybody can use it. Like if you're trying to, you know, like if you wanna like. Do a business or something, you know. The process isn't gonna come easy, you know. It's not gonna come like right then and there, you know. You don't have to keep working to establish it and stuff like that, you know. You just gotta, like I say, stand focused on the ultimate goal, you know, the ultimate goal is just getting your business developed. And you know, like I said, it's not gonna uh, come fast. You gotta take time, man. And that's what I use. I, that's what I use it for, you know, just, you know, slow down. It's just, it's just who I am, man. It's just, man. And just staying focused on the ultimate goal. Sometimes the process doesn't come fast; it takes time. You know, anybody can use it. You know.
0: Yeah. For for any part of any part of life, I gotta say too, man, the shirts are pretty cool. It, it's it's some cool gear you got there yes, on the sir. website. <laughs> well, yes,
1: it, I appreciate it. Yeah, I got I got the turtle on it too, you know, because you know the turtle go through different obstacles. You know, I chose right. the turtle, the the, the the go with it because you know, like a turtle is a turtle going going to focus on one thing that they want to get to. And, you know, it's not going to – he's not going to get there the fastest, you know. He's mm-hmm. definitely not going to get there the fastest. You know, he's probably going to go through many different, different uh, obstacles to get there and, you know, he can get ran over
0: or whatever, you know.
1: <laughs> but his mindset is still getting to what he's trying to get to, oh, man. you know. So that's why I use turtle.
0: That's, that's so cool. I love it. And and yeah, people check it. uh, You can check out the website on uh, the slow grind gear. Do it. It's uh, really cool stuff. Dernis, a couple things here. I want to get to the the charity you're working with and then a few uh, behind the helmet questions to get to know you a little bit better Then we'll wrap it up. Um, Now for you, it's, it's a really important uh, cause and you had it for uh, the my cause, my cleats game. And it's, it's about the ocean conservancy Project and the charity there. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Because this is something that, that really uh, hits home for you with climate action, advocating climate and uh, uh, control and all that.
1: Uh, basically, you know, I teamed up with Ocean Conservancy because, uh, you know, just want to make the world a better place. We want to be able to take care of the ocean. Just being down there fishing and stuff, seeing a lot of plastic and stuff like that in the ocean, you know, that's going to harm the animals and stuff. You know, they. They are they're important just like we we're important you know so I feel like we as a whole gotta do better just taking care of our beaches and stuff like that and also just um uh, being down in uh growing up in the Mockley, uh going to the the big cypress and stuff you know that's why I got the panther on the panther on the um on 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 the other side of my feet you know just going down there in the Mockley just going. Going to Big Cypress as a young kid, just going there and and visiting, you know, the uh, the big cypress and home of the or the Florida panther and stuff. So that's what I did, just you know, just being able to, to make uh uh just our world a better place with taking care of the animals and stuff, and just being able to to clean up the beaches and you know just 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 doing everything right that we need to do to to save our animals and stuff.
0: It's, it's such a great cause, and, and you can learn more and support the Ocean Conservancy at OceanConservancy.org to find out more tremendous cause and uh, something that Dernus Johnson here at the Cleveland Browns is with. All right, Dernus, let's finish on a couple of things to, to get, let people get to know you a little bit better. Not the X's and O's, but to get to know you. We're going to go behind that. Okay, okay. Are you ready for some hard-hitting questions, man? I got them.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs>
0: All right. What's your favorite cheat meal? When you're just chilling, you know, at the workout, you need a little break. What's your favorite cheat meal?
1: My favorite cheat meal? Yeah. Um. It's probably be pizza. You know, oh. pizza. I love pizza. I love pepperoni pizza. That's yeah. I can probably eat a eat a whole box of pizza.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: I, I definitely love pizza.
0: I'm with you. Pizza is my
1: favorite uh, cheat.
0: Meal. Now, with you being yeah, cheap,
1: pepperoni pizza. Man.
0: Gotta love it, man. I'm 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 always good for a good pie for sure. Uh, now, in Cleveland, you've been here two years. What's your favorite place to go eat or, or relax or whatever in Cleveland? Like, what's sort of your, your go-to spot? Do you have one that you like to – well, when we were able to all go to places, you know uh, what
1: I mean? <laughs> yeah, I have two two spots that I like. I like I like to go to uh, – well, uh, I like to go – dang, what is it? I think it's um, Boiler, 60, Boiler 65, I think. Okay. Boiler 65 is like a – it's a seafood place, and it's a place downtown. It's a place down. uh, it's called Town Hall.
0: Okay. Town Hall. okay. Go to Town so Hall. You know,
1: yeah, those two are my favorite, uh, restaurants to go to in Cleveland. You know, Town Hall just, it's a, it's a, it's a nice chill and that, you know, relaxed area downtown and stuff, you know, get to meet people and stuff. I like it. Have has some great food, you know. Hmm.
0: I gotta try that, Spy. We go down to Cleveland every year, and I haven't uh, haven't been to there. I might have to check that out. I'll tell you this, to Ernest, if you want like a man-sized sandwich, like a deli sandwich, I don't know if you've ever been to Carl's Inn of the Barristers on twelve sixty four West Third Street. It's on the way to the stadium. That you tell him, Andy from Toronto sent you, man. He'll hook. He, there's a Reuben sandwich the size of your face. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> what is it called? It's called Carl's Inn of the Barristers on twelve sixty four West Third trust me oh yeah i got it i got to try that out oh man it's legit all right let's get a couple more here um now when you're not studying a playbook what do you like to do to relax in your downtime you're at home whatever you're 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 do, what what are you doing is it tv is it a book is it video games what are you doing
1: uh i like to play a lot of uh video games and stuff Like i like to play a lot of video games and i just got into reading so i just started reading too but i like to play a lot of uh, video games I play, uh, Fortnite, it'd be, uh, me, uh, Nick Chubb and stuff like that playing a lot of Fortnite. And I also play, uh, uh, NBA 2K. You know, I don't play too much Madden. I don't know. That sounds weird. You know, I'm a football player. Right. I still play a lot, lot more football games, but I don't. Right. I like to play like basketball games with, uh, uh, Fortnite.
0: Just, yeah. Just to give your, your mind a little break from football. I get it. I get it. Um, now, if you could vacation in one spot in the world, Jimmy Haslam, owner of the Browns, Adonis, love your work, blank check, go anywhere you want in the world on vacation. Where would you go?
1: Wow. Oh, I never even thought of that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably go to some kind of island. Yeah. I'll probably go to some kind of island just, just to be free, really. Just to be free. Right, right. Some kind of island. Um you're nice. born, is nice. I never... Been out there, so I probably go out there. I don't know, some kind of island. I know that for sure.
0: Nice and hot, absolutely. Uh, and last one for you here. Yeah. What are you watching on Netflix right now? You burn? Uh, you, you you binging through anything? Shows, movies? What are you watching?
1: Um, uh, Netflix. What am I watching? Um, I just got done finished watching this movie. Man. I've watched so many moves on that it, thing; it, it's
0: ridiculous. I know, I can't so. even
1: <laughs> name half of them. I can't even name half of them.
0: J- just going through, just It'd going so through much. the profile. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's
1: yeah. I can't even name
0: half of them. Well, there's there's so much, and with what
1: what what is the movie? What is the movie you recommend?
0: Oh man. Well, you know what? I'll tell you. Oh boy. Now you got me. Let me think. If I'm looking at, (laughs) you know what I've, I've gotten into actually to earnest and I hate myself for doing it, but I've gotten into just the garbage, um, reality TV, like the bachelor and stuff with the wife. I finally buckled. It was like the pandemic. I was out of stuff. It's so trashy. Good. You know, like you kind of hate yourself after you watch it, but it's so good. So that's kind of what I've been, I've been getting into and I have a bit of shame, but you know, it's, it's I'm watching it again on Monday. So whatever. (laughs) Maybe yeah.
1: try that. I also I also be watching like the um 600 pound life, you know, Ooh, just, to, yes. just to, I also I like that TV show just yeah, to yeah, yeah. see how hard those people work that get down to to where they want to be at and yeah. be satisfied. That, I also watch that also.
0: Absolutely, oh man! Listen, the Ernest, this has been a lot of fun. I wish you all the best, man. This has been um such a pleasure. You're an inspiration. The work, the grind, the slow grind, and all that. If you got anything to plug. Plug it. I'll I'll be retweeting it and sharing it. You got a, a fan in life for me, man. I've really I've really enjoyed this.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, I got some uh, some sweatsuits that's coming out uh, on my website pretty soon. So if anyone want to try to get some of those, they'll be uh, they'll be coming out pretty soon.
0: And and plug the website. What's the website?
1: Uh, www.slowgrindapparel.com
0: Slowgrindapparel.com. There you go, folks. To Ernest Johnson of your Cleveland Browns. To Ernest, go get him next year, man. We Listen, it's Super Bowl weekend. Wait, we want this team in the Super Bowl next year, baby. Let's do it.
1: Yeah, no doubt. That's, that's <laughs> our goal. We got to get there. You We're know, close this year,
0: but next year, we got to finish it off. Awesome. We I, definitely got to finish it off. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, stay safe and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you
0: all right there he goes the ernest johnson of your cleveland browns and folks listen Team Ocean is a group of athletes, teams and others in the sports world who want to make an impact for the ocean and show support for Ocean Conservancy's mission to protect the ocean from today's greatest global challenges. With the climate crisis impacting all corners of the globe, the sporting community and its reach and ability to drive change is a critical ally when it comes to supporting scientific solutions to the climate crisis. To learn how you can support Ocean Conservancy, please visit OceanConservancy.org, OceanConservancy.org. I'm Andy McNamara. You've been listening to my chat with the Ernest Johnson on SB Nation's Dogs by Nature. Go Browns!